Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. What's up, good people? What's up, good people? My name is Dominique Bond. And I am Dexter Peggins Jr. And in partnership with WYTV7, Christian Broadcasting Network, this is when men open up where we are redefining manhood through transparency. And we are back again. This is our second uh, episode of the podcast, right? Second one. Uh, the, the last one was exceptionally well, very well received. So thank you all for uh, contributing to the discussion. Thank you all for uh, just participating and following us. Yeah, and we're going to continue on that that conversation from, from last week. Uh, last week, if you did not listen to uh, last week's video or, uh, or podcast episode, uh, we discussed the fear of failure. And we really did think this was a great topic to start off with because this is something that is a barrier for many people and is really holding people back in so many different ways. And we just thought that would be something that you know, a lot of men are, um, are dealing with and be something good to really dissect. But today is, is all about how to turn fear into opportunity. And man, we just, we just had to go deeper with it because there was, there was a lot of questions. There was some great feedback and everything. And we really did think that this was something that we have to go back into. So, um, you can, you can just go head on and, um, and how to turn fear into opportunity. There are so many different ways we can do this. And the things that the things that we consider challenges, the things that we're afraid of, this can reveal a whole lot of different things. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's such a, a wide subject matter, you know, when we're talking about fear. And, and the significance of fears is that oftentimes 
we we deal we wrestle with it and it keeps us from moving forward in the things that we know we're supposed to do. And even on last week when we talked about the spirit of fear. Yeah. You know, the thing about the spirit of fear is is that the spirit of fear is something that you find yourself in. It's a disposition, it's a mentality, it's an attitude that keeps you in a in a constant state yeah. of being afraid. So much so that you don't pursue the thing that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So much so that you find yourself in almost a taking almost a, a fearful and maybe even a cowardice approach to the things that you know you've been called to do. And so uh, on tonight, mm-hmm. uh, we want to dive further into the topic in the subject matter of fear. Right. Uh, because even with that being said, uh, and, and I'm, I hope we get a chance to talk about it tonight, there is such a thing as, as a healthy level of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to be confused with the spirit of fear, which once again is a mindset and an attitude. Right, right. But there, there is some some ways where you know the fear can guide us in, in whatever oh, direction. Definitely. So let's let's go more into how the fear can really guide us uh, when it comes down to uh, you know what it can actually reveal. Well, so fear can serve as a guide first and foremost by. Uh, asking yourself, what is this fear telling me? Mm-hmm. Uh, what What is the message behind this this fear that I'm experiencing? Uh, you know, one of the things that comes up is, you know, um, I'm afraid because I don't feel like I'm ready or I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm prepared for this opportunity. Yeah. Uh, God forbid you may also uh, hear, well, I'm not good enough. And so here's the thing about it. When Fear is a guide, you can ask yourself, okay, it's telling me that I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So let me explore that because if it's a matter of preparation, if you're afraid because of preparation, then you can start to put stuff into place in order to uh, make your, make yourself ready for the next level. Now here's the, the caveat to that. Uh, if, if the fear is speaking to an attitude about how you see yourself, mm-hmm then I think you're actually dealing with the spirit of fear that we talked about earlier because the spirit of fear will say, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. And if you find yourself dealing with that, then you need to get to the root of that issue, the root of that matter, because that's going to keep you from moving forward into realizing your next level. Right. And if you're just now joining with us, please share the broadcast and please tag anyone that you believe that's going to be impacted by this. I really like that because when it comes down to fear, it's almost as if, you know, you have, let's say one of your sons come to you and say, Mm -hmm. Dad, I'm sick. You know, one of the first things you're going to ask is, well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know, and you're going to ask what's wrong with you because you're trying to really pull those symptoms. You're trying to really pull um, some more specific things that's going on with your son. Mm-hmm. By asking these questions, you're actually diving deeper to to coming to a con- conclusion, which is maybe a diagnosis, yeah. right? Or if you're not able to diagnose him, you're going to take him to the doctor. And it's important for your son to receive that diagnosis mm-hmm. So now he can be prescribed that medication yeah. and he can go on with being healed and, and being cured or whatever the case may be. So that's the same thing with fear. Mm. When you when people say that they're they're afraid of something or they're they're having this fear, it's the same thing as saying that you're sick. We have to dive deeper. So we just focus on us just being afraid, 
But when we dive deeper, the opportunity is for you to understand exactly what's really going on with you. And I love this so much because one of the first things that we told people to do in the last video is to really take time out to really identify yes. what's really going on, what's really stirring up that fear. And I believe when you can really identify what's really stirring up that fear, we can really dive deeper into uh, start asking ourselves more questions. This, this is the process that we really have to go mm -hmm. through. We have to really, just like when we sitting across from a doctor, they're going to be asking us a list of questions, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And these lists of questions are going to help us identify specifically what's really going on. Yeah. So when you are uh, fearful of something, you're going to have to do the same process with yourself. And you may have to get somebody else to pull those things out of mm -hmm. you. We always say look within, but there's no, there's no problem with getting somebody else to help you out and pull those things oh, out of definitely. you. But really, dive deeper and really go through all those lists of questions uh, so you can have more understanding of what that route is. Yeah, I mean, they, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. And I, I mean, also with the doctor, now here's the thing about fear. Uh, you know, if, if we're looking at fear as, as a sickness, uh, when the doctor prescribes you a regimen, you have to stick to the regimen to get over Man, the condition. Yes, and yes. a lot of times we don't want to do the work of identifying the issue because there's yeah. a regimen associated with overcoming the that fear. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I mean, and I and I love tonight's topic about you know using fear as an op, you know. Uh, overcoming fear and, and turning it into an opportunity. And one of the things I want to say is, is that uh, one of the regimens that you may find yourself, uh, you know, prescribing to yourself is intentionally putting yourself in an environment and in a situation where you're having to confront the fear. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up, listen, I hated public speaking. I, I still, uh, you know, am not a big fan of it, but Growing up, you know, it wasn't so much of a hate as it was a fear. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I was uh, terrified of getting in front of audiences. Right. But here's the thing. As I, and as I grew up, I found myself becoming more self-aware of the fact that I was afraid to do it. Uh, and, and I would stutter and I would get yeah. nervous. But I soon began to realize that my purpose... Uh, this was a necessary means to fulfilling my purpose. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get around it. Like I have, it's, it's a exactly. part of me having to do what I believe I, I'm called to do. And so, in recognizing that, I said, "Okay, hey, look, this is not going anywhere. So you're going to have to get used to doing it." Exactly. And so, by you know, try by fire, some people call it, you know, uh, overcoming by immersion, you mm -hmm. know. Whatever I put myself in the, the situation where now it's not as terrifying, mm -hmm. uh, I still don't love it, but it's easy now. It's mm -hmm. not a it's not a fear because I, I've overcome it. Yeah, and I want to go back to the regimen because that's very very important. Because what we're doing is we're not just this is not just about motivating people and making them feel good, but we're really just trying to help people develop that process and that process is going to require a regimen that they're going to have to go yeah. through. Now, I, I, li I like that I read in Matthew 6, each day has enough trouble of, of mm -hmm. its own. And that's really, really big because when we have this regimen, sometimes what we do is we get away from the process. So with the process, it consists of steps, multiple yeah. steps. 
And just like we said in the last video, uh, what we do is we just, we overwhelm ourselves. Yeah. And we try to process the whole regimen or we try, or we just focus on the, on the outcome, right? And that can really overwhelm us. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? I do. And that can stress us out. So we focus so much on that to the point where we're actually losing that motivation and we're losing that encouragement. And we just say, you know what? This is just way too much. But when we just understand that we have to, have to develop a regimen and then understand this is a process yeah. and take one day at a time, then what we're going to do is we're just going to focus on what's on our plate currently mm -hmm. and focus on that on each day. That's going to really help us to stay in the right mindset so we can move closer and closer and closer and closer into our goal. So that's very, very important because we try to process so much at one time yeah. instead of just focusing on that one step. What is that first step? Accomplish that first step and then go to the next step and then the next step and the next step. And what you're doing is you're moving closer and that's going to cause you to increase your encouragement and you're going to be more motivated to keep going and to pursue your goal. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, and let's be honest, you know, sometimes this is a matter of really asking yourself, do you really want this? Yeah. You, you know, because I think if we're not careful, fear can become a very convenient excuse as to why we're not doing things. Mm -hmm. You know, that first step, we make it so... Uh, unreachable we said well there's no way I can reach it yeah and so I would encourage you to actually create a very small incremental step even before that so there's you know you can do this step and then let that be the encouragement okay well hey at least I got started in my process right. I got started in the regimen of getting over this this fear you know I, I spoke earlier that you know at one point in time I had a fear of public speaking mm -hmm. While I was in the military, my job was to speak in front of audiences. You had no choice. But I had no that. choice. Uh, I got to the point where I said, "You know, I want to, I want to perfect this thing called public speaking." So I immersed myself in, in a Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. These became processes in the regiment to become a better speaker. Exactly. And I think a, a good question is. You know, why do we consider certain things a challenge? Mm. You know, let me ask you that. Why do we consider certain things a challenge? I think, oh man, there's a, there's a number of ways you can go with this. One of the first thing is I think we live too much in the perceptions of other people. Mm. We make assumptions that people are perceiving things that may not even be true. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures and one of my favorite storylines from the Bible is about the children of Israel when they went into the land of Canaan to spy it, they said, look, the land is good, but there's giants over there. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, we're nothing but grasshoppers in their sights. Now, the question is, how can you know if you're a grasshopper in their sight if you never asked them? So they've convinced themselves that they were insignificant. And because they convinced themselves that they were insignificant, they weren't able to take on the next level that God wanted them to experience. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes, like I said, we live in the perceptions where we perceive other people believe about ourselves and we convince ourselves that we're not capable of the next level. And then the last thing I think also, you know, we talked about last week, some loss, losing and failing sometimes is a part of the process. We will experience failure. I think if we don't look at the failure correctly, it will cause us to forfeit the whole process.
process. Right, right. You know, oh man, I lost it and I just can't recover from that. You know, and so what was a meant to be maybe a temporary, you know what, I, I lost, let me readdress it, maybe do something differently next time. We look at it and we just scrap the whole thing and we give up on something that had a great deal of potential. Most definitely. And if you have any feedback or questions, please feel free to comment. Um, please share the video and please tag and uh, so other people can join in as well. Uh, I think another thing when it comes down to challenge, that was a good point, man. Um, when it comes down to uh, challenges is we, we simply think it's difficult. Yeah. So it's part of the reason why we think it's difficult because we think we're lacking something. Mm. We think we're going to fall short. But this is the thing. When we finally pursue that thing that we consider um, fearful mm. or that we're afraid of or, or that we consider a challenge, the, grit, the good thing is it exposes some new things about ourselves. Whether we're 20 years old or we're 60 years old, if we're, if we're a mentor of mine has told me that one of the things that you should always look forward to are challenges. Yeah. And he told me that because that's simply you're, you're able to make new discoveries about yourself. And I think that's so important to understand that even though you consider this a challenge or this is something that you're fearful of, the thing is, it's going to it's going to expose something new within yourself. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And whatever it is that you're pursuing, now you know what that thing is. It may help you. It may not. Yeah. It may it may be relevant for something in the in the future. But the thing is, you have made a new discovery because you have pursued uh, that thing that you're fearful of or you consider a challenge. What's up, um, Mr. Perry? And uh, I yeah, what's up, Mr. Perry? How you doing? Appreciate you for joining in. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, and, and you know, you and I talk about this all the time. I don't think we've, we put enough value on small victories. Mm -hmm. And because it's not the the end result, it's not the big picture every yes. time we get yes, discouraged. Yes, yes. And we, we fail to consider that, hey, you know what, I made improvement. I advanced, you know, from last time. Mm -hmm. You know, so celebrate the small victories because the small, the small victories are once again they're they're incremental parts of the big picture. Right. You know they're helping you to perfect the thing. So once again, listen, we're talking about uh, turning fear into opportunities. And, and if if you're enjoying what you're hearing tonight, we're asking that you share this with uh, everybody in your network. Right. Right. And so what's what else does it help us with? One, I think another thing that it helps us with, it really helps us uh, really understand what we really are pursuing and how to go about doing it. So when you do fail, let's just say you do fail mm -hmm. at whatever you're trying to do and you messed up. Now what you what what happened is you know, okay, I shouldn't be doing that anymore. Yeah. So the thing is with failing, we just don't want to feel that. Mm -hmm. We don't want to have that feeling. But the thing is, what's the positive side? We focus on the negative, what we're gonna feel, but the positive side is it's gonna get us one step closer to what we're pursuing. And that's a good thing. So that's a it's a lot of things that we have pursued. It didn't go the way we wanted to go, but we always go back. Just like when we on when we're in the military and we complete the mission, yeah. uh, we have we we get together and we say, okay, what was, what what went right, what didn't go right. At the action review, that's it. Yeah. And we have to do that every each time, so we know, okay, next time we know not to do this. You get what I'm saying? Next time we know we need to uh, make sure we bring this equipment with us. Next time we have to make sure that we discuss this um, um, before we go out on the mission. 
So these are all things throughout this whole process that's gonna really help us make sure that the next time we go, we're gonna go a whole lot more smoother and we're gonna, um, we, we may be a, a lot more efficient as well. Oh yeah, and, and I mean, and you're speaking to a process. Cause mm -hmm. once again, we're talking about how do you turn fear into an opportunity. And so uh, earlier we talked about fear being a God. And so repetition is another way to get over fear. Mm -hmm. And so in your process of that, the observation, assessing what you did right, what you did wrong, that will help you to not be afraid the next time as you pursue the next thing. Mm -hmm. and, and that's also another key uh, key component in turning fear into an opportunity. One of the things I wanted to say, you know, because earlier I did mention that fear, uh, there's a somewhat of a healthy component to it. And, and I know that might seem very cliche, well not cliche, but it might seem counterintuitive to what we're talking about, but, but hear me out. Uh, Listen, uh, if, if you feel like going 120 miles an hour, you know, in the 60 mile an hour zone, adrenaline kicks, guess what? That's fear. And that is healthy because you probably need to settle down. But, uh, you know, one of the things I, I wanted to say was, you know, we're both discerning people. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people listening to this show are, are people of discernment. And I have learned that one of the ways God warns me is I feel something that is similar to a feeling of fear. Mm -hmm. He normally uses that as a warning that you're getting ready to do, to do the wrong thing. Okay. And so when I say that fear can be uh, healthy, you know, I just wanted to put that out there as well. You still have to assess what, what is this and why am I feeling this way uh, to determine what that is. But uh, I just wanted to say that I experience sometimes fear as a warning from God that I'm getting ready to do something that I'm not supposed to do. But here's also the other thing. Uh, I also feel a, a, a sense of fear when I'm getting ready to get promoted. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is, is that it's my some something's going on that's letting me know that, OK, you're getting ready to go to the next level. You need to prepare yourself for it because it's a new place. It's not fear as far as experiencing the new thing, but it's a, a very heightened awareness that I need to posture myself to get prepared for what's getting ready to come on the next level. That's good, man. I think another thing is there's a difference between, uh, this is my last point, uh, when it comes down to being bold, there's a difference between being um, confident and being bold. I think being confident, you're, you have the confidence or the will to actually step up, mm -hmm. have the will to step up on stage, uh, to get promoted, to uh, do something that's um, that we consider challenging. But to be bold is to really have that tunnel vision. To be yeah. bold is to really uh, know how to handle that controversy. Mm -hmm. So I always ask people, it's very important to understand how, how well do you handle that controversy? Because when you're walking in that boldness, when you walk in the way God really wants you to walk, people around you are going to be in disagreement with you. Yeah. But the thing is, when you're being obedient, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter who disagrees with you. But we have to still be focused. When people are disagreeing with you around you, are you going to make adjustments? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. now if you're making adjustments, you're not really being bold because mm -hmm. you're not walking the way God wants you to really walk. So it's very important to be bold and to have that tunnel vision and understand that when you understand what you're supposed to be doing, 
everything else that has nothing to do with your assignment is actually irrelevant. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And that's why it's so it's so important to really have understanding of what you're really pursuing because that is that is something else that we're fearful of. Yeah. You know, some people are fearful of um, what people have to say. Are we going? Are other people are going to agree with it? Are other people um, are going to accept it and so forth? But you have to have that boldness. And when you have that boldness, it's gonna really have. It's gonna really teach you and help you have that tunnel vision, really blocking everything out. Yeah, I, man. Listen, <laughs> once again, you you hit a point that I wanted to hit, and so I'm gonna have to get you after this uh, after this show. But, it's all good, man. But but no, I mean, and that's and that's what it really boils down to. We have to get to the point where we have to ask ourselves, and we hit this last week: Is your purpose greater than your fear? Because uh, we, like I said, we conveniently conveniently use fear as an excuse from pursuing the thing we're supposed to pursue. And so now we have to ask ourselves, did we really want it enough? Uh, minus all the distractions, minus all of this external stuff, we need to conquer the that inner uh, turmoil that goes on, that inner conversation that says that we're not capable and we're not mm -hmm. you know able to do this we have to settle into the realization that you know what if god put it on our hearts to to realize that right. we he's already given it to us as our as our possession so go after it and pursue it and that's how you turn once again fear into an opportunity uh, i'll say this and then i'm done uh one of the things that uh if you read the the story of the temptation of jesus christ uh, Satan was trying to distract him from what he was called to do. Fear is often one of the greatest tools to distract you from what you know you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And let that be an inclination that you might be moving on the right track when you start to feel that, that exactly. fear. Because the adversary is very much aware that what you're getting ready to do is getting ready to disturb mm -hmm. and, and to destroy his kingdom. And our inability to act is actually uh, halting something that God is trying to birth into this earth. Because once again, we're here for a purpose and for a reason. And if we're continuously living in a state of fear, we are not fulfilling that vision and that reason for being here. Most definitely, most definitely. Like you said, when that fear is kicking in, something is about to happen or something probably is blooming. Yeah. Something probably is blooming and that fear is trying to creep in to stop that. I do want to leave people with some action plan, um, yeah, some action plans. Mm -hmm. uh, I really want people to, everybody who's listening, you know, I think there's something that we're all are hesitating on, um, procrastinating on, uh, something that we're just not doing because we're fearful of. But I really want people to identify at least three to five different things that you have hesitated on, probably this, this year, mm -hmm. uh, maybe last month, something that you procrastinated on, something, something that you just keep lagging on i really want you to identify three to five things and i really want you just to make a goal to really start to pursue those things so those three to five things that you identify just take time out of your schedule identify those three to five things and really make it a goal uh for this month or for the rest of the year to really um dissect those things and, and pursue those things and pick those things back up um because we, it's time for us to uh, start really walking in our purpose uh, really pick those things up that we had a huge desire for and really go for those things. Uh, Man, I, you want to share something? Yeah, I, I love that. 
And, and so the, to, uh, to piggyback on Dominique, I will also say that if you do feel yourself experiencing some levels of fear, ask yourself, what is the message behind this, this anxiety that I'm feeling? You know, and, and get to the heart of the matter, you know, because at the end of the day, is it a distraction or is it just something prompting you to make some, some different decisions ultimately to get to your desired result? Most definitely. And if you're enjoying our broadcast, we really would love your support. You can easily just go to WYTV7.org and make a monetary contribution. We really support, uh, we really would appreciate that. And we have some great things um, going happening and we're planning for it. We have some events happening um, very, very soon. So we're going to take these, uh, these broadcasts and just have some live events. We want to connect with the guys. And we really want to bring these guys in. And if you're interested in having getting some more information about these things, you can easily just message us your email, or or you can just email us uh, when men open up at gmail.com. When men open up at gmail.com, you can also inbox us on our Facebook page when men open up. And please continue to share the broadcast because we really want other people to be uh, impacted by this. And we do have another opportunity. Yeah. Um, we have something, the product pl uh, placement, correct? Uh, we do. So listen, if, if you are interested in uh, advertising with us, feel free to give us, uh, shoot us an inbox message. Mm -hmm. uh, we will post your, your stuff on our show, uh, advertise your business. Because uh, once again, uh, we just appreciate your willingness to partner with us as we get this message about men uh, overcoming the false narrative of masculinity right. out there to the world. That's a mouthful. Most definitely, most definitely. And once again, my name is Dominique Bond. And my name is Dexter Peggins Jr. And this is When Men Open Up, where we are redefining manhood through transparency. Please join us next week, and we are out. Thank you so much. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.